gamers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Another week, baby. Another week. Yeah, I can't believe it's been two weeks since we did the last show. We were I almost didn't, I almost didn't do this show. I had to switch around again. Oh well, you could have told me. I would have I would have worked around it. Um, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer. We've been on Mixer now for two months, I believe, uh, doing the show on Mixer. So appreciate you guys being here. If you miss it, if you miss the live episodes on Mixer, you can always watch the past broadcasts on Mixer, or you can watch or listen to the past broadcasts on YouTube uh, and also on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, and I forget there's one more. There's one more I'm missing. I forget. But anyway, we're all across all the audio p- platforms. We're actually getting a, a, more ticks on uh, on the audio version. So a lot of people are, are listening to it or downloading it. We're really popular. Can you can you guess where we're really popular, Sarge? Which makes no sense to me. But we're really popular in what country? Uh... The most downloads go to? What do you think? Guatemala? <laughs> no. Japan. We're popular in Japan. <laughs> they don't watch the yeah. show live, but the downloads from Japan. And then when I do yeah. when I do some, when I do some uh, searches on Google and stuff, there's a lot of Japanese sites that rip our video and put it on over there. So I don't know what they're doing or if they're like, so, uh, Konichiwa. I don't know if that's that's, that's probably Chinese. I just probably just. <laughs> Probably no, it's just Jap- it's Japanese. 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 Right. Japanese. Well, thanks for watching there over in Japan right. or listening. I, I do appreciate it. Um, so not much news going on. There's a little bit of info. <coughs> like There's a lot of trash. There's a lot, a lot of trash, lot of, lot lot of trash news. Yeah, so yeah. On, on today's show, we're going to talk about Season 5 of Fortnite just launched. So there's a, a lot, lot of stuff, stuff a lot of stuff coming in. I, I played it for about an hour earlier today just to see what it was. We had an update in Sea of Thieves we're going to talk about. Uh, I, I jumped back into Warframe. We're going to talk about that. And also Tenocon, which was last Saturday, or this past Saturday. And they did some good announcements drop. for, for, for Warframe. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about Arena Nets, Guild Wars 2 drama. But we're really not going to talk about the case itself. Just what people nowadays... Just the, the, the professionalism of what you actually represent, right? Of what you represent, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. Um, there is Bungie news, but I think we can save it for later. If we have time, we'll talk about Bungie. They they dropped some stuff last week about the Forsaken Shore, or no, not Forsaken Shores. That's that's Sea of Thieves, the Forsaken, um, with the nine new supers and the, all the all the enemies that you're fighting and stuff like that. There's a great video by More Console. He's a YouTuber. If you guys don't know who he is, you, you don't follow Destiny <laughs> because More Console has been following Destiny since the beginning. Since he does, the beginning of time. He does a great video on, on all the different characters and stuff out there. Also, Rick Kakis, who's a good friend, uh, he does videos of Destiny as well. 
So make sure you check his stuff out. So more console and Rick Hackus are just two. I, I, I never, two I never people. know what it is though. Is it Rick Hackus? No. Or is Kakis. is it is it Rick Kakus? Kakus. And, and it's like it's not Rick. It's it is it, Rick. It's Rick Kakus. Is his last Rick, name? Rick Rick Kakus. Yeah, yeah. With, with a, a K. K. Okay. With a K. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he does some really good good videos. Um, so we'll start off. I'll start off. Um, I'm going to do a lot of talking. Sarge is going to just kind of ask questions and stuff in the beginning here because he, I know he hasn't played a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'm playing. Um, so I, I, I dove back in yesterday all day. I, I did eight hours, four-hour blocks of Sea of Thieves. Okay? So Sea of Thieves came out with a new update. Um, it's a, it's the, one of those weekly Blige Rat adventures that they come out with every two weeks, which I think is smart. I know they, they call them weekly, but it's every two weeks. Okay? This is the third, the third weekly adventure. The first one was the Megalodon. The second one was the the Thrones, the Skeleton Thrones. Oh no, this is the fourth one, the Skeleton Thrones. The third one was the Skeleton Gunpowder uh, missions, and now we have um the mermaids, the merfolk statues that are underneath the water. Okay, and I, I stand corrected. Megalodon was a was the first update. The Thrones, the Gunpowder, and now the Merfolk are all the weekly things that happen. So it's been out for about a month and a half. Um, so in this adventure, okay, Sarge, there's different... There's there's Duke, who's this uh, Blige Rat representative that's in the taverns. Uh, I think you saw him a couple weeks ago when you played with us when we were doing the gun barrels, right? You played with us one night when we were doing the, the gun barrels for skeletons where you had to blow them up in, in yeah. uh, sessions yeah, you, you, you had to kill more than three guys with a barrel yeah with the chain reaction and all that stuff so now there's there's a new outfit I have it already because I already had um, uh, the blooms that they're calling them now so now you have to find these statues there's three different types of statues there's an emerald statue I'm sorry there's a sapphire statue an emerald statue and a ruby statue they're merfolk the statue's about the size of a regular your player character okay and they're they're statues, and they're spread across across the whole map. There's no hints of where they are. Okay, you just go to an island and you circle the island. You'll hear what almost sounds like when you die and the mermaid pops up. You'll you'll hear a little. It's like an eerie kind of like music that plays. So as you get closer, you'll, it gets louder. And then when you jump in the water, you'll see a little speck of like like a diamond flashing. Or, you know, like when you see treasure on the on the beach line, it, it flashes. You know, like a little shine of uh, from the from the light. Right. Uh, and then you'll see if it's blue, green, or red. If it's blue, obviously it's sapphire. If it's green, it's emerald. If it's red, it's ruby. Now, sapphire is the easiest to kill. Okay, easiest to kill. You can go up to it, hit it a couple times with your sword. I think it's like six to eight times, and you can kill it and done. Or you can shoot it with a gun a couple times and dead. Once it blows up, you get credit for it. If you get too close to these things, they actually hurt you. They diminish your, your health. Now, you're underwater, remember. So while you're in the water, if it's close to the shoreline, you have skeletons coming after you. If it's in the water, you have sharks attacking you. Okay? Then sometimes you have other skeletons shooting at you. You have other pirates that can come and bother you while you're doing Let me just tell you, it's really hard when you're by yourself. <laughs> it's really... Really difficult by yourself. You need a crew. You need a crew of four, but you don't need any other crew members from other crews helping you to get any of the stuff that's that's in this weekly adventure. Okay. Okay. So the green ones now you can also kill by yourself if you're if you have enough two guns. Like you have to have a blunderbuss and then the the pistol, 
or the blunderbuss and your sword, and it's a little harder. What we've figured out, it takes about six to eight hits to kill the sapphire. It takes about 12 to 15 hits to kill um, the emerald. And then it takes 30 hits, okay, with the ruby. The ruby are the red and they're the hardest. They're usually down far deep in the water. You need barrels. You need gunpowder barrels. Okay, so now the the thing to so do. I got, how, how do I bring barrels down in the water? So you have to gotta... you, you have to carry them and then swim all the way down. Now when you let it go, it starts to float up, right? Right. So you have to. It all depends on where they are. If they're on the shoreline, it's nice because you can just place it on the on the sand next to it or right above it, and it'll just float above it, and then the explosion will, will, will hurt it. If it's down below, there's there's moments of of where you have to put it lower than it is, and then drop it, and then when it floats up to a certain point, then shoot it. Right? There's a lot of things that you have to do to coordinate this with multiple people, right? So the ruby ones that we found need three explosive barrels, okay? And then each person has to have a blunderbuss on them and then waste all five bullets. So it's 15 bullets, 15 shots directly on it, and then you can kill it, okay? They're super hard. The good news is you only need to kill 15 to get the uh, accommodation for it. Okay, so the accommodations this time around are three emerald, three sapphire, three ruby. That's one of them. The next one is 15 emerald, 15 sapphire, 15 ruby. And then the legendary ones is 100 of any of them. You just have to kill 100 statues. So what I like about Sea of Thieves and what they're doing is that their replayability for these things is happening now, right? And I also like it where... You can double up on stuff, right? So you can go on a treasure hunt or like last week we were doing the skeletons, right? Two weeks ago we were doing the skeletons. So we would do Order of Souls missions, okay? And then also do the the gun barrel, right? So you're killing the captains, you're getting the gun barrels. You're doing two things at once. You're going up in levels, right? This time you're, you really want to do the gold, like the, the, the gold hoarder missions while you're doing these because while you're on an island circling, circ you know, trying to find stuff, you have one guy on the island picking up treasure, and the other two guys are, are doing the mermaid stuff while you're there. Kill two birds with one stone. Um, the the bad part is that you can only, that I know of, unless they changed it. I don't know if it was a glitch. But if you're doing gold hoarders or if you're doing order of souls or you're doing merchants alliance, you're not doing the weekly adventures, right? You just, you're just not. But if you're just a person that's doing the weekly adventures, you're not doing the gold. You're not doing the order of souls. So what they did was nice. As far as they're letting you get rep with, I don't know if it's a one-time buy or if it's multiple. It reappeared for me a couple of weeks ago as a one-time buy, and it only went up a quarter of a level or half a level. Now, if you do it and you have 30 doubloons, you can spend it on rep for one of the three factions, Gold Hoarders, Order of Souls, or Merchant Alliance. If you, if you, which is great because if you spent four hours getting all these statues or blowing up the barrels or sitting on the thrones, you can spend the money now. You can get cosmetics like I did, or you can get rep. Now, mind you, to go up one level in any of the factions, that's a shit ton of gold. It's a shit ton of skeletons. It's a shit ton of chickens that you're inputting in. Yeah, but they have to they have to time gate some of this stuff, Correct. right? They have to keep you busy. That's the way this is constructed. Correct. So the blooms is actually a better method because if you find if you do three accommodations, you get thirty rep. Pretty simple. Within like two hours. You can literally just go buy 
a complete full 100% rep wherever you are. I went up two levels yesterday. Two levels in Merchant Alliance doing this stuff. Okay. It was a weird bug. I don't know if it's happening. In the morning stream at the end of my thing, I spent the money and I bought one full level of Merchant Alliance. Last night when I was done, I went back to the thing and bought another full Merchant Alliance. Now, I don't know if they're letting you do this or if it was a bug. I'm going to find out when I log in next time because I tried to buy it a third time because I had the money and it said there was an error. So we'll see how it works. But anyway, it's about time, right? If you want to spend your time blowing up ships and stealing their treasure or going on islands and digging up treasure or just doing these things for the for the Blyd Rat weekly adventures, you can still level up your, your, your rep or still get gold, which is really cool. Because the Blyd Rat adventures, you can either buy co cosmetics, you can buy gold, or you can buy rep, which I think is actually pretty cool. Another cool thing that they're doing, and this is a running theme with a lot of games now uh, that we'll mention. Sea Thieves, there was a video showing that there's a on Sanctuary Outpost or Golden, uh, Golden Sands Outpost, there's a merchant that sells the weapons or clothing on that on that outpost. Before you walk into the actual building, if you look in, you can look through the window or you can look through the door. But once you break the threshold of the door, the character recognizes you and then does something different. But if you stand outside the door and look in, you see her, she looks worried. She's got like a worried face on her. She's like looking around. She's looking at her hand. She's like, what's happening to me? Right? And she's she's she has like a band. And you actually and you actually witnessed this? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I went to different vendors to look at it as well. Okay. And she was the only one doing it. When you walk into the, the place, she gets startled and she's like, like nothing's wrong. And she covers up her arm, right? Like this. And you're like, okay, well, that's weird. Everyone has a name. Every vendor has a name. She does not have a name. Okay. Now, there's a guy whose name is Falcor on YouTube. Great channel for Sea of Thieves. Does great lore stuff. This is a. This is a. Is uh, Falcor, the name of that flying dog from from Never Ending Story. Uh, it is. Um, he comes up with this. It's a speculation right now. It's not a proven fact or anything, but he talks about how when Merfolk in the stories. When they get bit or turned or they have the disease, they turn into merfolks and they turn less into humans and then they turn full merfolk, right? Where so much so they forget who they are. They're no longer human anymore, okay? So if you go to any vendor, they all have names. But if you go to this vendor, she's missing her first name now. It just says... So she doesn't know who she is? Correct. She doesn't know who she is. <clears throat> Meaning, so if you just started playing, so if you just started playing the game, you don't even know who she you, is. Exactly right. So she doesn't know who she is, meaning that she got the disease or whatever, and now she's forgetting who she is. So she's turning into a merfolk, which is pretty neat because now th there's people in the game NPCs that are are are, are changing. Hmm. Right. Never ending story. Hmm. My dog, his name was Tater Tot, and he looked like Falcor. Uh, from Never Ending Story. Like, yeah, he did. You would look, you would hold him up and just, he was a Maltese, and you would spin him or he would put his head yeah! out the window. Yeah, he would put his head out the window and his, he would just breeze in. It was, it was fantastic. Um, I would sing that theme song, The Never Ending Story. So I like this, what Sea of Thieves is doing. They're, they're bringing the lore in, and there's a lot of lore in the game. You just have to find it. You just have to find it, right? It's not, ta da, here we are. It's, it's, it's hidden, and you try to, 
figure it out yourself. So the next update in two weeks, Sarge, I'm really excited for this. The frigate? They're bringing in, they're bringing in, I don't know if they're bringing in the three-party ship. I want ship. the frigate. They're bringing in the skeleton ships, though. Yeah, but we, but they don't tell you what it what it's gonna do. No, like, they we did. already had our we no, had our did. own theory. No, they did. Yeah, they say, we had our own theory about it. They say the ships are going to now. The developer said they're really excited about this. But think about this: they have to program the ship to roam freely around the world, okay, and then interact with us as we're sailing. So when we start fighting them, okay. Now the skeleton ships are going to have cursed cannonballs. Okay, they're the only ones going to have cursed cannonballs, and then later on down, after the event's over, we'll be able to find the cursed cannonballs as well. Well, I think I think that's only to make it fair, because otherwise they think that we're going to just slaughter them. So if they don't have something something that bon that right. that benefits them, that will just own them. So if you get hit by certain cannonballs, certain things said that one, if you're in game, it would break communication with your crew, right? If you're in a party, obviously it wouldn't affect you, right? But if you're in game chat. And you get a cursed cannonball, and you one of the cannonballs breaks communication with your crew, and you can't talk to each other for like a minute or two. Okay, that's you're dead. The you dead. One of the other cursed cannonballs is that it literally puts your boat out of control. Like you can't steer it. You're just randomly now in, into the into the wake of whatever's going on. Yeah, that's that's called OPAI. Um, another one is sort of like the cursed the cursed. Um, chest where it'll start filling your boat with water that would make sense okay um like faster right i think it'd be pretty cool though to get the cursed cannonballs the only way you could do it is by boarding the skeleton ship and stealing supplies from them you know what i mean i think that would be cool i think that would be interesting like you have to get close enough to fight <clears throat> them close enough to get on their boat but you're taking on fire Getting on their boat, taking curse balls off of them, and then you can use them around the world. You know. Well, I, I would think I would think in order to keep it fair, I think what should happen is that once they come within range of you, that the boat, like, if it comes within range of you and it makes your boat do whatever curse item, that it it locks onto your boat, and then there's a boarding thing. Right. Right. Because otherwise, you'd stay out of range and just keep firing at them. You know what I mean? Like. Right. There, there are good crews enough to know to stay out of range and then just keep lobbing cannonballs and do damage because we don't know if even cannonballs do any damage to the AI anyway, right? Because what's the AI got to do? Oh, look, we're shot. I'm going to go downstairs and patch the hole. They don't give a shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, like, they're I don't, right. How do you You know what I mean? Boat. Like That's, right. that's right. what's interesting. So if you're allowed to board it in order to take the stuff away from it before it disappears and that's how you steal those kind of special cannonballs and stuff that would be interesting right but this is very tricky or if they even have treasure it's, on them right they, still, this, they have like very tricky if they have pirate treasure on their boats and you have to board their boat and then steal the treasure that'd be interesting too um i don't know yeah, if the frigate is, though this is this is really tricky how to make an an ai boat you know yeah, workable how do you, how do you make workable it how do you make it where it chases you and not hit a, a rock? Or how do you make it where it doesn't hit an island? You know what I mean? It only can be in a certain area. Okay? Like, okay. Well, Go ahead. My guess is my guess is they would come out of the water. It's like it's like a spawn event like yeah, the Kraken is. Yeah, something like that. Right? And, and it would just pop out of the water and patrol like an area and then it would just go back under the water again. Mm. You know, like like one of those type of things. And maybe like the like the sky goes dark right before like it appears like it's a nice day, but the sky goes dark when they when you when they're about to appear and, and then you like 
There's a pirate boat coming. I think like, they would have to do some sort of like fog or something. It, it, it has to be because otherwise you, you would see a flag on the horizon. You're like, all right, I see a boat on the horizon. It doesn't look like anybody else. So it's got to be. Right. I they, think it'd be uh, much they, cooler I, if all now, of a sudden what's, what's the a fog just, just rolled up on you. Does he see you? And it just it's a laser. He right. just keeps coming straight at you. Right. And and does speed matter? Does wind matter for him? I don't like, know. Like this is this is a very complicated It'd thing. It'd be very interesting otherwise, to see. Otherwise otherwise it's just some boat that just comes flying out. Right. It could be it could be really awesome or it could be OPAI. Right. Or it could be super awesome and then you see what happens and you're like this is really bad. Like it's glitchy. It doesn't work correctly. Oh, oh I expect that. And first impressions <laughs> are everything. That's the first that's the first thing I expect. So I'm expecting glitchy OPAI boats circling the globe destroying people. Now, they did make a cool change. It's very minute, but it's a cool change. So before when you flew a flag above your boat, it was only the center mass and the flag was pretty tiny. Okay, like, it was pretty tiny. So, like, even if you looked through your spyglass and looked at somebody, you're like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't I don't see what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but now they made it on all the masses, okay? And the flag is much bigger. Much bigger. Like, before it was like this. Now it's like this. It almost looks unreal now, but at least you can see it and go, oh, they're doing the Blyde Rider Adventure. Oh, they're pirates. Like, you can see it. it's on all three, and they're big as fuck. So when you're looking through your spyglass, you can see the color and go, I know what they're up to. You know what I mean? Well, what do you mean? There's three, there's three spots for the flag now? Yeah, so when you put uh, the flag up, it was just the center mass. Just the center mast, yeah. Now when you raise the flag, it's on all three masses. All three masts. Masts, thank you. Well, yes. ma wouldn't it be masts? Masses? No, masts. Masts. Multiple masts and masts? <laughs> there's a little... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Masts. All right. Masts. Masts. So it's it's yes. okay. So it's multiple masts, right? And multiple they're big. Multiple masts. Yes. Multiple masts, right? So <laughs> and they're bigger, much much bigger um to see, which I think is 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 cool. So that's Sea of Thieves. I think they have a really cool thing happening. I I said it before, the game's incomplete and every week like I wasn't in any rush to get Pirate Legend. Super hard to get Pirate Legend. But as the game comes out and more things happen, it gets easier, right? Like, I went up two levels with Merchant Alliance yesterday by doing statue runs, which I think is cool. I should be able to go up a, ra a rank or whatever uh, how I want to choose, right? So I, I like that. Come December, come January, this game's going to have a lot of stuff now because now there's multiple things to do. Even if, you, even if you didn't get the Thrones or the Skeletons the couple weeks ago, you can still do them to get to the blooms, okay? You just don't get the the weekly prizes for that week. So next year, when you see me dressed as a captain, you're like, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, I got that from the from the Merfolk adventure, right? Which you'll never get because that that adventure came and went and you didn't get you didn't buy it. You have the blooms to buy the next stuff that comes out, but you can't get the old stuff, which I hope they stick with. I hope they stick with because then it separates the community as far as what you look like, especially with a cosmetic game like this, right? So you know who's been around, who's not. Yeah, who's who's been around all longest and stuff like that. Like, no one should get a day one eye patch, okay, unless you were there in the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? They shouldn't resell yeah, you don't it really, you seven can't really months tell down day the road. one eye patch unless you look at, you're staring at the guy like right. this close because it has a one yeah, what, <laughs> on the actual patch. Well, if they made it a gigantic, it would just cover your whole face then. It would not you know what I mean? But I, I like that I, I like that that whole thing. Another game I've been diving back into 
Uh, and we'll talk, I don't know what order we'll talk about this. Uh, we'll talk about just Warframe in general. So I've been playing Warframe off and on. I have about four days into it before I started playing again. Right? I just recently started playing again. Um, I played back in 2014 when it came out. Okay. I did a Let's Play series in 2015. Um, it was a totally different game back then. Like, totally different game. They've added so much to it. It's such a good game, and it's it's so good. Not because it's free, but it literally is a fantastic game. Okay? The missions that I'm doing right now, I can't do by myself. I, I, I guess I'm underranked. I don't know what I'm doing as far as the new leveling system there's master rank system in there i know there was master rank system a while Listen, ago it's 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 very convoluted you have to learn how to play it, the game but, completely over but again it, yeah but it's not really convoluted they it is no they there's they've a lot yeah, going yeah, no, on in that game they've completely changed it if you just start the game and you just start on the first planet and just do the missions it's self-explanatory right you can find all the resources you need on that planet that you need for the things that you want to build okay it, it has little points of blue dots that you have to, those are the missions you need to complete to get to the next location, right? You click on it, it says, you don't make this location until you do this, 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 and this. And you're like, okay, uh, where's this one? Okay, I have to go do that. So you go on that mission, you can do the beeline way, where it's just like the fastest route to get to the next planet, or you can do everything on the planet, okay? And then get to the next planet, right? And while you're doing it, you're leveling up stuff. Right, you're leveling up your warframe. You're leveling up your gun. You're leveling up your second prime or your, your secondary. You're 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 leveling up your sword, your melee ability. Right. If you're in the arc wing, you you level up that. If you're everything you do, use your super, levels it up. So the more you use your super, the more you use the certain things, levels it up, levels it up. You get more mods. You can level up the mods. Right. You can level up everything in the game. It's yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's... It's, it's brilliant. It, now, it, it is, but it's there's a there's a lot to it though. Between how how to spec out the mods, what goes with what, what are the what are the what, what what's the uh, synergies between certain things, what the certain but that's tenno great. can actually hold. I mean, it's not like you could just turn no, it on and like, no. oh, I get it. No, you there's need, like here's here's the you tutorial. Need, you need and 30, then underneath the tutorial, it's crazy. Yeah, you need thirty to sixty hours in the game before the light bulb goes. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, like that's, like that's, a, that's called steep learning curve. Yeah, no, absolutely. But if you just want to come in and play, you can do that, right? You can just come in and have fun, Space Ninja style. You can just murder everyone. You want to be a spy and be sneaky? You can be sneaky. If you want to go guns blazing, you can go guns blazing. If you want to be a fucking archer, you can be an archer. Like, you can do whatever you want, yeah, the way your the play style. I love the bow and arrow. I love it. I don't understand bow and arrow. I really don't. What do you mean? What do you don't? I don't. About? I don't understand the likability of bow oh, and it's arrow. Oh, so good. Okay, so if you're doing if you're doing stealth mode, right? If you're trying to be stealthy, guns make noise. Okay, so you can either do yeah, I, yeah, I you can that. either do blades or sword or arrow. You go to the head, it hits them, it carries them and shoves them and sticks them into a wall. You're like, this is amazing. It, it, it's so good. It can go kill multiple people. So if they're lined up and you shoot one arrow, it kills them all. Okay, it's it's so good, but it's slow, right? It's slow. Um, some of the best weapons in the game are are, are are bows. They they've added a pardon me, I think it's called Sectus uh, Celtus. It's the new open world area on Earth. It came out 
last November for everybody on PC. That, that, that open area is not Earth, though. It's someplace else. It's not actually no, it's, on Earth. It's on Earth. Yeah, it's on Earth. I'm pretty sure it's on Earth. Or if it's that, on... That, that whole alien-looking area, open-world area, that's not Earth. I think it it's is. on a planet. It's on a planet called something, but it's definitely I not. Earth. It, maybe I'm wrong, but I know the next one that they're coming out with is on Venus. Okay. Anyway, I went on this planet. It's amazing looking. I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. I was under leveled. I went out there and got murdered, murdered. And I went, all right, I'll come back when I, when I can do this. Right. So I've been playing the game. I got new Warframe. I got because of Twitch Prime, right? Which is amazing. If you have Twitch Prime, link your account. You get an, you get multiple Prime uh, Warframes and stuff like that. So I'm doing Frost Prime, okay? And I love the character. He's got this ice bubble. When you do the defense missions, you just pop it up. It's a snow globe. It's like winter inside. So when they come in, it's if they get damaged as they go through, and they're super slow while they're in there. So if you have to defend something, they can't even get there fast enough. You're just mowing them down. They also can't shoot in. How to, big is the snow globe? The snow globe, I would say, it's about it's like a room. It sounds it's it about, sounds op, it sounds op. It, it's, pre, it, it's pretty opaque. Yeah. It's pretty opaque. It's a giant snow globe. What do Christmas carols play inside it? No, but there's a windstorm inside there with snow. Okay, they well, can't you shoot, definitely. You should definitely edit something. And put they some can't Christmas shoot in. in. Okay, they can come walking through, but they can't shoot in. But you can shoot out. So you can literally stand in the middle of the snow globe and kill everyone that's coming around the defense point that you have to put. It's amazing. I agree with that neutralizer. The only thing they're missing is true raids. Let's let's wait and see what happens, right? Let's wait and see what happens because even Bungie doesn't have the best yeah, raids. But, but you know, you know what, what, though? See, what raids, though, here's the thing. It's not just because it's some kind of big boss guy to kill. See, the whole thing with raids before was actual communication and figuring out what weapons to have. And you need, you should have brought those weapons in order for you to expedite the mission correctly. It's a learning process. Right. I'm not sure you can do the same type of raid with this because <clears throat> people like to spec out their guy how they want to spec out their guy. It's the, the weapon classifications are not the same as they are in Destiny. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have a heavy, you've got this. It's just not the same thing. I, I would like to see something raid-ish, like a long play adventure. That would be interesting. Right. But I'm not sure it can be the same type of thing because think of the mechanics needed. Like Destiny did a great job on those first couple on oh, those first couple yeah, raids. Both the glass and taking you know, are really good with yeah. the mechanics and understanding like what to do. There's a DPS phase. There's a shield phase. You can't get them. You got to position yourself. Like that would make that. That's very difficult to get the mechanics to work correctly. It took Destiny a year and a half to get the first one ironed out completely. Anyway, remember right. both the glasses was glitched and broken when it first came out. Yeah, because you could just push them off the edge and stuff like that at the mm -hmm. very the boss at the end. Um. Bungie has really taken the concept of raids to the next level. Yeah, with the with the with the minor raids. See, with with the way Bungie does their raids, with the raid layers and the raid, I think they're doing it backwards, right? They introduce the raid, and then after the raids introduced, they introduce raid layers. I personally think they should do a lead up to the raid, right? So they do the raid layers first. So it's like a a mini raid, okay? Then they come out with the second mini raid, and then. It's like a storyline. So you do the first one, it introduces the second one, the second one, and then the main raid comes out. Well, there's your problem right there. You're talking about story. There's no story. No, no, no. no. But I'm just saying, just the not even. It doesn't even have to be story. Like 
cutscenes and stuff. I'm just talking about as you're going through. No, no, the leading. Yeah, yeah, like the leading. Absolutely. I I think the raid layers should be before the main raid and not after the the raid comes out. That's just that's just the way I think it should be. Um, Warframe does so many things well. Now I am getting to a point now. This is why they make money, Sarge. And I, I thought about this, right? I was like, why? Who makes money? Warframe. They're making. You think Fortnite? Fortnite's making money, right? They're making money off off skins well, and stuff. Well, obviously, no one's talking about it. So, like, there's been no research on it. Right. So, what what do you think they're making? No, no. Oh, they're making a lot of money. They're making a lot of money based on what the development time is and what they're adding to the game with the open world stuff. Uh, and then they're adding another open world stuff. And then at Tenocon, they introduced uh, a a whole new. Uh, it could be only, it could be only like 30, 40 guys, Mike. It's taken them a while to do. No, stuff. no, 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 no. They're a huge guys. No, no. They're they're a big company now. Digital Extreme has got a lot of people. They're they're very good at what they're doing right now. Um, so the Warframes, you can pay for. The community makes their own, Tenos, and you can purchase those for six ninety nine. For, real money, and that money goes to the actual like if I created a Warframe, okay, I get that money, okay, or you can buy. Digital Extremes um, Warframes, okay, through Platinum. Now, Platinum, you can earn within the game. It's hard, but you can do it, right? So I can farm certain gear and then take that gear, create it, put it on the store, and then someone pays Platinum for that stuff, right? I can do that. If you don't want to do that, then you you pay. There's no way to earn it by just getting like free platinum that I know of. I could be wrong. But the platinum, here's where they get you, right? No one had a straight answer for me. Maybe someone in chat does now. I have, when I played last time, like really hardcore, was like two years ago. And I only had two slots for my Warframes. When I tried to get my third slot, a new Warframe, I produced a new Warframe. It said I was out of slots and I could purchase it for 600 platinum. Okay. I believe 75 platinum is like $5. I think. Okay. So it would cost me like 20 bucks to get a new slot for. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I I honestly don't know. I haven't looked too far into it. Right. But it would cost. Oh, but it me, sounds about right for the breakdown. It would cost me, let's say, 10 to $20 to get a new slot for Warframe. Then you also have to get slots for the Warframe, for the weapons. So like right now, I logged in today. I got a gun a couple days ago. It took me 12 hours to create. I don't have room to purchase, or I I have no room to get that gun that I made and put it in my inventory. Okay, it said if you want to get inventory space, it would cost me 12 platinum. Now 12 platinum, I would assume is 75 is $5. 12 is giving me, it's like 20, 50 cents. Right? About 50 cents to, to get a slot. Okay? Now, or maybe six, 75 cents. I'm like, ah. I was like, here's what they're doing. They're they're literally nickeling and diming you. You can play the whole game. You can get two Warframes for absolutely free. You can play the game. And you can continue ranking up your master rank with your, with your prime characters. Right? With your characters. With your Tenos. But... If you're like me, you don't want to spend money. You only have two slots, I believe. Okay, so if I level up one Warframe to level 30, okay, and then I level up another one to level 30, and then I level up a third Warframe to level 30, it won't let me keep 
I have to delete one to put that other Warframe in that spot. Now, mind you, if I ever want to use that Warframe again, sort of like a build, like, oh, we're fighting this guy? Let me go get my Frost guy. Oh, I don't have my Frost guy anymore. I deleted him to get the Electric guy. Yeah, but when you delete him, you lose everything you've earned. You lose all. everything. So, like, you would never want to delete him. You spent so much time exactly. on Exactly. So then... So you're, you're paying to keep your shit. You're paying to keep your shit and to get another Warframe, right? I have no problem with this business model. I have no problem because they give you... They give you two slots, okay? So if you like the game so much that you're leveling up, you leveled up a full Warframe, all the gear for that Warframe, another Warframe, all that gear for that Warframe, right? You're master rank like six, right? At the time, I guess six or eight. You would delete one or you're like, you know what? I like this game. I'm going to purchase another Warframe, right? I mean, that's, that's basically it. You would look at it and go, okay, I put in... 60 hours into this game, do I want to delete one of my guys and then just put no. another one? No. no I'd, no, rather, I'd rather pay $10 to get another slot. I have no problem with this. I want to know, though, why these guys get away with it. I know it's not a it's not a uh, it's loot not box. It's not loot box system. No. And it's, and it's not pay to win. No, you have to level up everything. You have to level plus up there's everything. No, plus, there's not really a PvP. There is. Right. There is a PvP, but it's not very good. Right? It's not very good. Uh, it's like the weakest part of Warframe. Well, which is which is fine though, because once again, balancing issues. Right, right. Um, but mind you, it's still still pretty good. Now, I, I like I said, I like Warframe. The, the the Warframes themselves are amazing. They're so cool looking. They're so amazing. It's like I really like where they're going with this game. Now, at Tenocon this past Saturday, they introduced uh, Fortitude for for. Fort, Fort, Fortitude, Fortune, I think it's called. It's a it's a new shopping market area slash open world on Venus, right? Uh, I think it's called Fortune. I think it's called Fortuna. Fortuna. I don't, I'm I, guessing. I think that's what it's called. So it's just like this uh, underground cyborg type of of people on this planet on Venus. It's this old under. They're like uh, miners. They they forge things underneath. And it's a whole nother second open world section of this. Okay. On this section, it's five, it's like five times bigger than their last open world section. Okay. Which is insane. They have a hoverboard that you can get that you, I noticed that, that right. You, everyone's a silver surfer now. Right. I got like you. Silver surfer. And they're going to be adding more things where you can do different tricks and stuff like that in, uh, in the game. And then at the end of that, everyone's thought that was it, right? They, they previewed it. They showed it. Um, let me see if I can bring up some some footage of it. Um, they 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 bring it and up, and then and then came the pew pew pew. Well, then they then they all of a sudden they said, they said, well that's it, that's all we have, and then the symbol went away for the for the thing they were talking about, and then all of a sudden they started getting bombarded with explosions and like what's going on? Hey, we have to go out there. A ship comes out of orbit, comes down into the planet. Goes right up next to your Warframe. You jump into the ship, okay, and you're meted in there with three other guys. Like it's co-op. It's like now Star Trek Bridge, right? You're now operating this ship, and you're going out into from the planet out into the into the solar system, and you're doing ship to ship battle, okay? Now, mind you, people would love this in Destiny, okay? Would love this yeah. in Destiny. 
and yet Warframe beats them to it because now if Bungie does it, it's just like, okay, great, right? <laughs> it's like big, big whoop. Um, here, I'm, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up this footage here of uh, of this. So while we're is playing. that is that out already or coming? No, out? no, no. They're not even close. They're not even close to to showing it. Like they okay. showed the demo. They're just teasing it. Yeah. So this is the this is the cutscene that they show. It's like it's like an underworld factory type stuff. Um, they have a little little music playing here. I felt like this is opening of a Disney movie, like uh, like Frozen. It looks interesting. Yeah, it looks cool. All the places in the in the world are pretty interesting. So this is their new thing. I just want to give that music a little bit there. All right, so now they're walking around. They have there's different things to to get while you're on the planet. Okay, you can collect animals. Okay, on Venus, there's the hoverboard. I'll fast forward to the hoverboard. Where's the hoverboard? Show me the That's hoverboard. Got, like, that guy's got the same kind of face as like a warlock from Destiny with that with that uh, helmet on. Yeah. So you can travel. Uh, oh, there's. Yeah, they're gonna do a hoverboard now. The planets look amazing. Right, you got the you got the hoverboard, and you can do you can do tricks and get around faster, which is nice because it is five times bigger. So you, you need you need a place to get around faster. So all this stuff looks good. All the weapons you can put different. You can customize your weapons even more now. You can add things to it and, and build your own weapons as far as uh, even more in depth now. Okay, we'll fast forward. So everyone thought this was the end. Does the hoverboard have a little gun on it? I don't think it has anything to shoot. No. Okay, okay. So this is this is how they ended it, right? Yeah, it's Fortuna. So it's Fortuna. You have the logo there, and all of a sudden they start getting bombarded, and you're like, "What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, the ship comes from out of space, comes down into the planet, and you're like, "Okay, this is just a cutscene, right?" Okay, cool. And nope, pulls right up next to you, and that's a giant ship. That's not the ships you usually have. Okay, this is a four-player ship now you'll probably get one in the game and you'll probably be able to buy other ones i would assume with platinum okay this is a here we go this is a four player controlled ship i'm talking to millennium falcon i'm i'm piloting and luke is shooting the fucking tie fighters in the back okay or chewie's flying it and you're in the gunner and you're and you're shooting people from different positions you can get boarded okay you can get boarded from the NPCs, they board your ship and you have to fight on your ship. You can exit your ship and just with your with your arc wing and fight and out in space. Okay. You Superman it, right? Or you can shoot over to the other ship, the NPC's ship, and destroy them from within. Okay. So you could be on the ship shooting it from the outside. I could be on the inside shooting it. And as it's exploding, I gotta get my wow, ass off the ship. That sounds like a lot, man. Right? That sounds like a lot. So I could be on the that, ship. That, once again, high aspirations. I would love to see that work. Oh, it works in this demo. I would, lo I would love to see this work. It works in this demo. Now, I don't know if it's going to work continuously. We'll see what happens. Now, as far as you can level up your ship. So the more missions you do with this, right? This is this alone, okay, is a standalone is, game. Is he, is he flying the ship like a bicycle? He's flying the ship by staying in the front there, yeah. And then he gets into the gunning position, right? 
So this is technically the load are screen. They, are they leaving the atmosphere? They like are. They're actually, there's no load screen. They're just flying this, through the, this is the, the load flying screen. through space. Yeah, this is the load screen. You're flying out of the atmosphere into into the into the outer space. That's pretty cool. Now, I figured this will come out in November or so, or next year, I think they said, for this particular thing. This is called Railjack. Okay. <clears throat> so... It's crazy looking. It looks it looks amazing. So once you get in here, okay, you can control the ship by giving it more shields, more power for weapons, more power for speed. That's why I said it's like Star Trek Bridge, but in Warframe. This is a standalone game right here. He's not even piloting the ship yet. This is automatically out there. Now he's going to pilot the ship. Okay, you're in the orbit of Venus. Think how many things you can do now. This is a world. You can fly your ship anywhere you want here. Hmm. It's like No Man's Sky. You've now just introduced No Man's Sky to Warframe on top of Warframe. Okay. So they're going to pilot the ship, I think, now. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to do it real fast, real soon. And it, to me, remember, this is a free-to-play game. A free-to-play game. This is not a, a bonus that you have to purchase. When this comes out, this will be free for you to play you can have a ship. You have one ship. You can level it up. You can keep doing missions and leveling up your ship to make it better and better. Is he actually flying it with the two sticks? He like leaning and turning the sticks yep. back and forth while you're moving around? Yep. All right. And then the other person on the ship is just sitting back there. He's like, okay. Oh, we're going to get attacked. Here comes the ships on the upper, on the other corner over there. Here, I'll fast forward a little bit so it gets a little faster. Let's get in the gunning position. That dude jumps into a gun position. And now... You're on one side of the ship shooting. I'm on the other side of the ship shooting. Okay. We're, we're doing co-op space battles. This is Horizon Dawn. You know what I mean? This is, this is fucking Starship. Uh, what, what's the one that's in, in development for Citizen? Star, Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Right? You're leveling up your ship as you're doing this stuff. Right, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, we're how many? How many guys per ship? Four, as of right now. They said they're going to try to make it more. Right. So, okay, but is your, is your ship on rails or is no? It, you're, you're like flying. You're actually moving you're around. You're actually flying the ship. It's free roaming. So, can, what happens if he crashes the ship into a fucking space station? I guess you blow up. Now they're being boarded while they're flying the ship. So someone's still flying the ship. Someone's still shooting at the other ships. You're gonna put out fires on your thing because they attacked you. Okay. All this shit going on. Very, very. Oh you, oh, you need to do damage control. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this is some serious stuff going on in here. Okay, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go board their ship. Let me get close." All right, so he gets close to them. Says, "Uh, hey, uh, take the wheel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into their ship and attack them from the inside. Look how big that ship is that you're fighting." I like how the viewport for where you're controlling the ship has got that giant view. Yeah. It's not obstructive at all. You're getting you're getting blasted all over the place. This guy's like, know, I'm man. gonna go to the airlock. I'll see you guys in a second. Boom. He's out there now. You can fight. So now, so now he's out in space fighting while the other ship is doing its thing. Right. He can fight the ships or he can board their ship, and he's going in right now. Now he's in in the mother ship. He's gonna blow it with up while with, while the other stuff is still going on. While they're still shooting outside, still having their own battle outside. Yep. They were they were so excited it worked 
because it took them 15 days. They were about to scrap this demo at TennoCon. They had 15 days to complete it. They got it done, and they were so nervous. It wasn't... See? Right there. Let me go back for a second. You can actually see that right there. So you can take the power level, okay, and move it to weapons, engine, or shields. It tells right. you what your, your hull is, your life support. Like old school X-Wing. Right. Okay. Like old, like old school X-Wing TIE fighter thing. Right, right. So, so that that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing that you can do all this stuff within the game. So he's fixing the ship and doing stuff while the other guy's in the mothership, and he's fighting them, trying to blow them up within. So it's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. So when this game comes out next year, this this update comes out next year, um, should be very interesting. It should be very interesting on seeing how how it's proceeded. Now, mind you, this is a five year old game, it's free to play, and they constantly add more stuff to the game to make it better and better and better. Um, I think it's I think it's phenomenal. I think it's a, a worth anyone's look, a second look. Um, even if you buy that, you can buy a package for like 60 bucks or $70, which unlocks a lot of stuff for you and you get all the, the openings, but you still have other stuff to buy. Um, but all in all, I'm having a blast playing this. Um, and I'm, I'm having a blast playing with friends. Like if you play with your, if you play with your close friends, you don't have to run through the boards like a, like a crazy person. Okay. Yeah, last time I played, I was in a game with other game and he was just running. Like, I understand if you want to, if you want to get things done though. You just mock to it through everything. You get the mission, mock to it, and get out, and you're done. Right? Because they get bonuses at the end of the match. So, uh, yeah. So that's Warframe. That was TennoCon. Talk about Warframe. Now, what else am I playing? I guess we could talk about... Let's talk about Switch Shifts real... Uh, actually, I'll wait till the end about Guardian Con. Uh, Fortnite has some updates. So Fortnite just came out with Season 5 today. Right, is a season five update. Let me see if I can find some footage on this. If they do the uh, Fortnite, Fortnite season five. Uh, season five. Where is the? I I love when <laughs> you're looking for a video made by the company who does it. Yet there's much more high end videos other than than the actual company itself. Hmm. Where Where is... No? Okay. I don't know what this... Fortnite, that's five big changes. And we'll keep it on that. I don't know. Okay, so on this, this is from uh, Game Rant. They did some video. So in this, there's golf carts now. Okay, there's there's golf that you can play. There's a literally 18 hole golf course on the map. The map is the biggest change. A couple week a couple weeks ago we talked about on the last episode how they found real materials in in real life in the desert in California of the burger and the cop car and everything else. In the beginning of this game when you open it up, it shows the real life in California. I I knew they were doing some sort of promotion for it where they get sucked in from the real life now and they're thrown into this game. Okay, so the golf cart's in the game now, which is a huge, big change, okay, because now you can drive around the map. It's not too fast, but it's also not too slow. It's just it's just the right speed, okay? You can get four people in the, in the yes, golf cart. Yes, but can you shoot while driving? Yes. Well, no, the driver drives, 
and the other people can shoot. Okay? okay. Now the other people can also shift their weight to make the thing jump farther or, or turn sharper. Okay, so everyone can work together and actually do that, right? They can make it, and there's like a turbo, like a Mario Kart uh, slide type thing, okay? So you can jump and make it, everyone jumps at the same time. You can make it jump higher, or jump farther, or whatever. They're all trying to work together in tandem to try to make it do it. That's pretty cool, okay? Another cool thing is they have new biomes, okay? The new desert biome, uh, this is basically the California Sierra Desert that got teleported into this map and dropped into this world okay i think it's cool so there's like there's there's new neighborhoods there's a go-kart track there's a truck stop now they're doing a really cool this is the this is actually a tourist trap out in the desert right where the dinosaur this was in a movie the whiz right wasn't it the whiz where well also in peewee's big adventure peewee's big adventure as well new locations paradise palms is a, a place out in the desert. It's like a little... Palm, supposed to be Palm Springs. Like Palm Springs, yeah. Instead of Route 66, it's Route 99. Um, so they've, they've added all this stuff. There's random things from other eras as well. Like there's a cowboy carriage, there's a Viking ship, there's a a, a Maya tomb, like a tomb. Are all these houses destructible too to make in materials? Same oh yeah, thing? Every, everything is destructible. Everything, everything in this game is absolutely destructible. Uh, there's new weapons. There's a new new um, what's it called? Oh, there's another new location, Lazy Links, like a a rich mansion. It's got a pool, tennis court. The 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 circle itself at the end, the old Fortnite. Oh, there's also golf, right? So there's 18 holes. You can actually drive it and get into a hole. You can you guys are gonna play golf in the middle of a you battle. You can play right golf, now. basketball, volleyball, tennis. All the stuff is in the game. In the, in the middle of a battle royale. In the royale. middle of a game, yep. You can just have fun doing random shit within the game, which is fun, right? Which is fun. Is he using a balloon axe to knock down walls? Yeah, yeah. So this is the this is the thing that got uh, warped from the world into real life, spray-painted in real life, and then brought back into this world. There's also these portals now. There's rifts all over the map. And when you click on a rift... You get teleported directly above it about 100 feet. It's almost like a, a jump pad where now you're flying. You're falling from the sky. You can open up your chute and you can fly again from other places. There's Viking errors that are pulled in here. Like I said, there's a go-kart so track. So what's up with the go-kart track? It, it got taken from the real world. These places got taken from the real world and now they're oh, thrown into this I get world. It. You get I get it? I get it. Okay. So it's from all errors. So there's like a Viking... Okay, there's a Viking that got teleported from the Viking world. Like it the rifts and different tele uh, like a new like a new character is a Viking a new character. Yes, and there's also a Viking village that's in the game, right? There's a Viking boat. There's uh random things that happen. This is the thing I was talking about. The circle. So in the past, when you if you're the first person to the middle of the circle, you can build up this giant tower and you're basically gonna win, right? Because you you're established and you're waiting for people to come in. Let me pause this for a second. Um, so you can, you can basically win because you're the, you're the first person in the center. Now what happens is the final circle shifts and moves. So if you're in the dead center of the circle and then all of a sudden the move, it shifts circles, the person that's late into the circle now has a chance to actually, you know, win and, and, and get advantage over the other person because other people just sit there. They just sit there and they're like, well, this is it. I'm going to stay here and win the game. Uh, and when other people come in, they, they're going to get killed. 
if the circle shifts, it's a nice it's a nice move. They also have a update where the, the the battle pass has more things and it involves more things and there's more challenges. I'm actually gonna buy the battle pass this 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 time around. I have uh, 5,600 V bucks that I got within the game. This is 2,800 to to get the whole season. So I figured, why not get more more skins or whatever else? They've done a really good job. Now this is another thing, right? Warframe is doing it. People are spending money. Uh, no one's complaining. People are playing this. They're blowing money on this game. Free to play game, right? But no one's really complaining because they're enjoying themselves. And one is because of the battle pass. We've talked about the battle pass in the past. I think it's a great strategy for a game like this because you can play the, the top row there in the battle pass is is free basically you don't have to pay anything right you can buy the pass okay and then you get that whole bottom part opens up but you don't get it you only get the first five levels and you have to level up the more you play the more you unlock okay or you can purchase it for real money and unlock everything here's the riffs i was talking about so you get the riffs it opens up it drops you and once you use a riff, the riff vanishes. It, it'll it'll just vanish, okay. And they're random. They they appear in different places. Uh, well, what's the purpose of throwing you in the air that far up? Is there something up there? So basically, let's say you're you're cornered, right? You have no shot. You're gonna lose. The guy's got you pinned. All of a sudden, you see a rift. You can take the rift. Now you appear above him. You can either escape by by hang gliding and get out of there, or you can sneak attack behind him and and drop in behind him and and try to take advantage over him. Right, so there's a lot of stuff you can do with the with the with the actual rift, but it's interesting. Mm. Well, they're moving on the fly, so yeah, yeah, you know they're moving on the fly. I like how my son just came in. He's he's being very quiet. You want to say hi? No. Okay. See you later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's brilliant what they're doing. Right? Think about what think about what they just did to the game. The game is 10 months old, right? Every season, they completely change their map. They don't have to make a new map. They just change the landscape of the existing map, which changes the map. It's never the same map. Technically. It's never the same map again, right? You're making new maps, and you're constantly evolving, constantly evolving. They see Call of Duty. They see Battlefield. They see all... uh, 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 Rumble Royale, Royale Rumble, whatever it's called, Rumble Royale. They see all these BRs coming out, but these guys are like, you know what? Let's just keep changing it up. They can't. We're the kings. If we just keep changing it, no one's going to catch us, right? They're. It's it's genius. It's it's absolutely genius. So that's that's the uh, the Fortnite update. Um, I can actually give you some patch notes real fast, so I can go over it. Uh, Fortnite. Patch notes. Plus, the game looks good, right? The skins and stuff, they just look cool. Yeah, it definitely has a mass appeal. That's for certain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why this is not opening up. I'm opening up a text document, and it's like, it's like freaking out. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I probably have too many things open up on the screen. My computer's hemorrhaging. Let me open up another another window here. Uh, Fortnite. Come on, patch notes. It literally is just text. Why is it taking so long to open? <clears throat> Don't know anymore. Couldn't say. <clears throat> so while this is opening, yeah, so 
really impressed with what Fortnite's doing um, overall. Just like how do you how do you uh, how do you stay the king? How do you stay the top? Well, I, I don't. I, you don't play it. You should. You should try it. Uh, I'm not into the BR, man. Just I, I don't. Uh, the, the actual game that it is, the tower defense against the the zombie mob, I think is interesting. But as far as the BR is concerned. So wait for it to I'm go on sale. Wait I'm for it to go on sale and uh, get it for like twenty bucks, even though it's supposed I'm, to be free to play. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not interested. I mean, I listen. I get. I get the entire mass appeal about it. I get it. Uh, what What I find interesting is that they're never going to be released. It's always going to be in beta. Yeah, well, we talked right. We talked about that. How how it's uh, it's never going to do it. Right. It's never going to to switch because why should they? The the way they're updating the game right now. It would be mass suicide if they did that, right? Yep. They'd be as slow as everybody else. Right. Hold on. Let's see. Season 5 update. Uh, is this the patch notes? No, this is not the patch notes. Where's the patch notes? Oh, the patch notes. There they are. Full patch notes here. GameSpot's site is hemorrhaging on me. <clears throat> I'm on. just amazed at how fast they can update. Like I, the the amount of things that they do on a on a monthly basis. Well, the epic the epic engine, man, the Unreal Engine is is amazing. I mean, all right. So they added weapons, shotguns, weapons, and items. Shotguns will now indicate how many uh, uh, pellet hits visible within the reticle. Adjusted shotgun spread and patterns. Heavy shotgun now fires ten pellets rather than five. After firing a shotgun, another shotgun cannot be fired for a very short time. So you can't do the double pump shotgun type thing. You can't go pop, switch guns, pop. It's it's a, a break where you have to switch. So now you have to go shotgun, different gun, shotgun, right? Um, they reduced the hunting rifle. They changed the damage drop-off for the SMG. Uh, gameplay, all-terrain cart, all-terrain cart, which is the golf carts. Get speed boost after drifting. The roof acts like a bouncy pad. Uh, work together in the rear passenger leap over obstacles with all-terrain cart. Uh, lean back by holding S on the keyboards for holding back on the thumbstick or controller. So you can like lean it back and do like a like a pop a wheelie type thing. Uh, map update: new biome desert, new location paradise palms, new location lazy links, uh, a few unnamed point of interest areas across the island. Uh, the center storm circle seven, eight, and nine now can shift that we were talking about. Starting in Season 5, uh, progressive challenges will no longer be restricted to a single season. You can now complete progressive challenges as your own pace. Progressive challenges are now completed by acquiring a fixed amount of XP. is no longer dependent on the season level. Uh, A gyro motion controls have been added to Nintendo Switch. Weekly challenges are now split into two sections, free and battle pass. The first three challenges will be available for free while the... Well, the last are for only available for the Battle Pass people. Uh, if you want to go up faster levels, get the Battle Pass. Uh, emoting will now interrupt sprinting. You can now earn XP by reviving teammates in 50 versus 50 in teammates, which is cool. I like playing 50 versus 50. It's more of a casual type thing. You work with just, you don't have to communicate with anybody. It's a, it's a, it's a team-based game. You guys trying to, you know, yeah. it's... It, it's... It's an open-ended tactical game right. because everybody knows. But can you see you guys from afar? What color they are? Can you see what your team is? Yeah. Or yeah. Is it... So, so when you play, uh, you have a little. What do they call that? A Chevy symbol uh, above Chevron. Your, Chevron above your head, so you can see everyone that's on your team, right. everywhere on the map at any time. You can see where your team is. 
the way it works now is one bus comes this way, one bus goes this way. So one team's in this bus, one team's in this bus. There's a line split down the middle. You basically take over that part of the map, get all the shit together, and then you you merge on the point, and the point's always shown on the, on the map. It has a big beacon where the center of the circle is going to be and where the fight's going to go down. So basically what you can do is get all the materials, build a massive base or fort over by the area, and then just fight. It's actually pretty fun. It's a, it's a pretty fun thing. Um, and then if you really want, the instant replay in this game, once you're done with the match, if you want to go explore the, the map and just see every nook and cranny, you just can die in two seconds and then go back and look at your footage and then free roam with the camera around the whole the whole the whole map which it's, is really it's cool. those kind of things that make the game interesting it, it it's it's to me is the build aspect and the openness of the game is what makes it as fun as it is yeah it's they, the, the fact that the, the fact that you can do all that yeah is what it, they got me interested again with the golf cart cuz i've always asked i said this game would be much better if you could get into the vehicles like the cars and stuff that are around i don't know why they brought the golf cart in Instead of just making the vehicles in the because game, because it's because you can shoot out of the carts and people can shoot you. If you're in a car, it's more protective. Type right, of you're thing. shooting the car. Right. Then they suddenly start calling the OP. Then they have to code in the car for being destroyed. Whereas the golf carts well, just the, the, the golf cart. You could destroy the cars anyway. I just thought it would be cool if you're riding around and someone's in a monster truck and another person's in a little like, sedan and you're driving off. It, it could go to the same speed as the golf cart. I I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting, um, the way they're doing stuff. All right, so let me move on. I didn't say this before the show, but uh, they actually had Anthem gameplay of that gameplay that we watched at E3. They released the full version of that gameplay. Not, not edited. Not edited. And in the non-edit version, you actually see people pick up guns and pick up the treasure and loot. You actually see different um, things that we talked about as far as here, I'll, I'll put it up on the screen. Um, you actually see the reason why they didn't fight the guy, right? Because he was too high of a level, okay? They actually go in and tell you while they're playing, they actually say these things. And I'm like, why wouldn't you show this? Why wouldn't you pick these parts just to say it? Because all you needed was that little sound bite that said, oh, we can't fight that guy. He's too, he's too OP for us. Oh, I've been looking for that gun for the longest time. You know what I mean? Here, all they care, all they care about is the hype level. That was it. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. That's all, that's all they, that's all they were caring about. So they actually show, and you can actually see the them pick up weapons and different armors and different things. Like he picks up a weapon, see right there, and it tells you epic weapon. Boom, picks up an epic weapon. It's purple. He doesn't look at. Yeah, it. but let's let's be honest. We're not looking for fucking pistols in a fucking mech suit. No, you know what I mean? No, you want like rapid fire machine guns, grenade launchers, flamethrowers. You know, but look how much loot is dropping. You can see all the loot that's dropping that you didn't really see in that edit. They didn't show you all this. He just killed someone. He just ran past it. But there's like four things that exploded out of that that one guy, right? <coughs> like, why didn't they show this? I don't know. Maybe for time for time purposes, they I wanted to get through the sections of the board, so they didn't want them to look at stuff. But that's what we care about. We care. We don't. We don't care about looking at the entire map. We care about what right. goes on in the map. If it if it's a looter shooter. Okay, you got to show me the loot. Like, the clientele that you're looking at for this game is Destiny, Warframe, you know what I mean? Like, Defiance 2050, you know what I mean? Borderlands. Borderlands. You're like, yeah, let's not show them the loot. 
Like he just passed that entire tower that was shooting at them. Right. When you just when you just go invade that tower and shoot it all to pieces. I would I would look at the tower. I would explore the tower. I would look inside the tower. I would see if other things are. Uh, right. I hope. Just looking at this footage, I'm a little disappointed. Oh look, when you when your guy appears, he just the guy they didn't show the storm guy appear before. He just appeared. A new guy just appeared. I hope there's things to search in the game. You know what I mean? Like if I go into that hut. Not only do I want to kill the people, I want to be able to interact with things inside the hut as far as yeah, maybe but, finding but a way, chest or something. the way I'm looking at this stuff, it, it, it doesn't look like it's true open world either. It looks like it's just a large tunnel is what it looks like. I get, same, yeah. same, same kind of premise as what Destiny is. Almost like a Halo a, type of, type like, of like a little bit larger scale that the tunnel's longer. Yeah, let me see wider. if they say something right here about this thing. Let me see if they say something. Oh, wow, it's loud. That's that's the issue. No, they don't say anything. There's no audio there. Like, like it look like once again, it looks amazing. I, I get what they're trying to do, but you can't call it open world. Just like Destiny couldn't call that open world. It wasn't open world. Right. It was closed world. Like a, like a donut. Like each world was like a donut. You could wander around in the tunnels. But it was still like a tunnel. It wasn't a true open world, which is fine. But just don't say it's something that it's not. I want to see this uh, where they fight the beast at the end. They didn't show any of that. I just want to see. The only thing I don't like, I wish they'll switch before game releases, is all the is all that noise, like the Borderlands, uh, the the points popping up. I just think it doesn't fit this game. It just doesn't fit the style of this game. You want to show you're, you're me... You're talking about the numbers? The numbers, yeah. The hit numbers? I just don't you like... You can turn it off. You can turn it off. Okay, well, I just don't like the way it looks. Like, I don't know. It just looks weird. Maybe yeah, a different but you need font those, or you need something. Those numbers, yeah, I understand that. You need those numbers to show where's the crit spots. I get that. I get that. What I'm saying is I don't I don't know if it's the font or what it is. It just looks weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind that of, dude's flying around with a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. He's flying around with a flamethrower. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let this play a little bit. Yeah, he's got a flamethrower. He's got some bonus rockets. He's shooting some other missiles at him over there. This seems fun. This looks this looks like a blast right here. Yeah, I, I he he attacks, but I don't I don't see any, like... I don't see any like boss moves where like he's gonna like he's gonna CC somebody. He's gonna he's gonna uh, well, immobilize somebody. He's gonna do something. Yeah, it's just he's just running around. We'll see in a and second. Then, does, then, he, then he does run and then he runs away. We'll like, see in a second because you can see his 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 uh, his life bar is tremendous. His life bar is tremendous. We'll see and what he does. Broken up, and it's things. broken up into segments, which yeah. means he probably does different things on different segments, right? I would I would I would think yeah he's jumping away after that first segment's done. And then there's an ad clear around. It looks like he's... Is he hiding? Is he... This would be cool if it's dynamic like this where now you have to chase him and it's in a different location. Well, I believe now it's an ad clear, right? That's what happens now. Yeah, here comes the, the mini spiders. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And then after you clear them, but then but then he does like a jump scare, like he comes out of some place to attack you again. 
Got a little ground pound, a little flamethrower going on. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about. State decay. Oh yeah, look, it came out of there now. I'm gonna yeah, I like I like that kind of stuff though. I'm gonna fast forward just a little bit. See, no, yeah, this fight doesn't show. Yeah, they don't they don't show much. So his bar was absolutely tremendous. So you don't yeah, see it all. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculously full bar of bar. So yeah, but overall, I'm I'm glad that they released that to show us that a little bit a little bit of extra stuff that you didn't get to see. That was the worst edit ever for for them. Uh, you have to wonder sometimes when they release that kind of stuff. They yeah. still they still think that we're all stupid. Yeah, it just boggles my mind. All right, so the next thing I wanted to talk about... Uh, what time is it? 9.15? Let's talk about the ArenaNet debacle of Guild War 2 employees, right? I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a debacle. I think they're trying to make something out of nothing. So the, the synopsis of this is I'm not going to get the people's names correctly or anything like that. There's two employees, right? Well, Price is the main one. Right. Is Pr the main, Price is the girl and Jeff, I forget his last name is uh is the second guy that stuck up for her. Okay? She went out in her own Twitter, okay, and said in a 24-part tweet Okay, about the game development, okay, about Guild Wars Two. All right, she put out there, and one she's of, one of the because she, she's, she's one of the narrators. She's one of the narrators and head head people, right? She put it out there on her private or her personal. Not, no, no, her personal, private. her personal Twitter. Okay, and she put it out there, and then one of the partners uh, for for Guild Wars Two uh, and the community people who's a fan, a YouTuber, I think his name is Daenerys or something like that, he commented on it in a very respectful way, right? Didn't say, like, you're full of shit, go die, anything. He was. No. He thought it was, know. he thought, which anyone would thought, because on Twitter, if you post something on Twitter, it's public, so anyone can comment back, right? It is public, yeah. Right. So he thought it was a discussion, and he politely... And in a respectful way, gave feedback, right? Not saying you're full of shit or anything like that. And she just went off his first response. She just escalated. Went, called him an asshat. Not only called him an asshat, but called basically the whole community of Guild Wars 2 an asshat, right? Well, it, it wasn't it wasn't directly like a, a ridicule type thing. It was just constructive criticism about what could or could not happen in the game, like giving ideas from the guy. And, and she and she had made a remark, and then he had apologized. And then even after he apologized, she still escalated. Yeah, he said, "Look, look, I'm not making this a uh, uh, about a feminine thing." He's like, "I'm not doing that. I was, I was just talking about the game, right?" He's like, I, "You're you're taking this the wrong way," and she just kept escalating it and escalating it. And it got out of control, right? So much so then uh, another employee stepped in and said, this is her private account. Now, Twitter is a public place. If you want to make it a private account, you can make your thing private. And only people yep. that you want to see it can see it. That's correct. Now, here's my issue with what she's doing. She's taking and said that Mike O'Brien, who's the owner, the lead at arena.net okay and gills war 2 it's his business it's his company she said that it was very unprofessional that 
he came in, her supervisor brought the the owner of the company in, and then he talked down to me as a woman or blah, 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 right? And he didn't do any of that, right? Not only did he fire her, he fired the guy as well. So it can't be a, a woman thing because he fired two employees for, for going against – they were talking shit to the community of the people that buy the game, right, from the thing. Now, she made it about the community. Gender. And she turned it into gender. She put herself out there on a public place, okay, talking about the game narratively and stuff, okay, and then said, I don't want any feedback. Well, then publish a paper or something and then put it on there or do something else because what you did is you invited people to comment on it. You could have said no comments on it. You could have made it private. You could have done anything. But then to say that your boss is a sexist, okay, and and is the reason that now she is going to other other places now and saying that don't work for this person, don't do this. Like she's making it even worse now, right? Going to publications. And then the worst part is the publications themselves are taking the the feminist approach instead of what happened. Not once has she apologized. Not once in anything. She hasn't she hasn't owned the fact of what she did. No. Right? And that's 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 number one issue. And and the, 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 you were ahead. fired for you were fired you were actually fired for the actual incursion. You actually were fired for it. Right. Never apologized. Never once owned the fact of what you actually did. It was just because I'm a woman and I got picked on. Correct. Now she did say that she would be able to speak her mind when she was hired by the company. Okay. Now in past broad uh, past tweets, she did also say bad thing other bad things right and never got disciplined for any of those actions now i totally agree if you're going to discipline someone and fire someone off one action but not warn them about something else even though because she was one of the people that talked shit about total biscuit when he died from cancer okay she was one of the people that said good riddance and you know basically shit on his grave when he was dead okay which i don't know what type of person does that right like, if you can't say it to their face, now you're saying it when he's dead, okay, on the day he's dead. Um, so if she can get away with stuff like that and then say something like this and then get fired for it, I do see a problem with that. If you're going to be strict, then you have to be consistent with it, right? There's another story I want to talk about in the exact same scenario about this. So my issue with this is not about her firing. It's not about her making it about girls in the industry and feminist and how all this stuff's happening. It's not about that. What it's about is the new millennials or young professionals out there that are getting jobs uh, across the board. It doesn't matter if you're a waiter or if you're working for a game developer or if you're a subcontractor or if whatever. Okay. A streamer, you are on a platform that what you say you can say whatever you want. No one has any rights to, to, to say what you can say or can't say. But it's not freedom. They're not stopping you from freedom of speech because you're on a that's, – that's in public spaces and stuff. That has nothing to do – if I'm on Twitch, if I'm on Mixer, if I'm on YouTube or Facebook and I'm talking stuff and I say some racist stuff out there or talk about some shit about something, Twitch, Mixer, YouTube, Facebook – 
any of these platforms can go, uh, no, sorry, you're done, right? You can't be like, well, they can't do that. They absolutely, in 100% in their right to say, sorry, we got to let you go. That's all this guy did, okay? He is the president of the company. And when you're working with someone, if I hire you, Sarge, and then you curse out somebody, you represent me for my business, right? So if you're shitting on people, you basically, I'm shitting on people, right? And I don't want my name being tarnished for shitting on people. So I would, I would let you go. I would have to fire you, right? Because you're not representing me, okay? I did this two years ago. Someone was talking shit about another streamer, okay? He was a mod in my channel, okay? I found out if it was true or not. It was 100% true. With no questions asked, I unmodded him and banned him from my channel, right? He got all uppity, hit me up on Twitter, blah, 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 and said, you're, you're a scumbag, you're, you're, you're gutless, and blah, blah, whatever else. And I went, cool. I was like, you have a nice day. You know, if anyone that has the, the balls to say what they said to that person, you're representing me, especially because you're my mod, because it, it got around that he was a mod of mine, right? So if he's saying stuff like that, it's, it's looking bad on me. So he wasn't even paid by me, but he was a mod. So I said, see you later. You're no longer part of my community because I don't want to be, I don't want to be associated with people like that, right? There's no difference with that example and to what she did to this person, right? And to the community and what she's doing now. I don't understand why people don't get that as a streamer, as a developer, you are hired by a company and the company in any way, shape or form, okay? If you're on your public Twitter account, cursing out someone or talking about politics or whatever, but you got in your, in your description of your Twitter says, I'm an employee of, okay? Then people know that you're associated with that. Now, if she didn't have that in her profile and she's just price, okay? Girl who likes video games, Okay, there would be no problem with this. She wouldn't have gotten fired, but she associated herself as I'm a game developer for arena.net. I do Guilds War 2. This is who I am. Follow me. And that's why she has so many followers because people like what she does for the, the company. So you don't get to eat, have your cake and eat it too, right? You don't get to have both because you use the, you use the, the company that you're in to get the followers that you have, right? To get recognized for the person that you are because of what you're doing and then shit on them because they fired you for stuff that you're representing them for. You right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, the, the issue is, the issue is very cut and dry though. No, regardless of what position you're in, if you're in private, if you're in public, whatever else, once you announce, once you put the hat on of wh yeah. who you, who you work for, you now represent them. Right. And you're not allowed to act and like an ass just because right. and then say it's freedom of speech or whatever else I get to say what I want to say. There's always consequences to your actions, which there should you be. rep you represent somebody. Right. Right. It's not just you on the street. OK, not owning it, not ex not explaining it, not saying why you did it and and not, not even an apology. Right. That's right. What, that's immediately, what me. immediately turns it into and deflects it into something else. It doesn't matter what profession you're in. Once you announce where you're from and you, you put the hat on, that's it. Yep. You have to you have to maintain some kind of professional behavior. Otherwise, you gotta go. That's how it works. That's how it works for any job, anywhere. Anywhere. That's how it works. Yeah. 
And I, I just don't understand the work ethic uh, of, of what's going on where people are like, you can't do that to me. You can't. Yeah, they have every right to fire you. Every right. Right. I remember one time we had an employee. This is back when I was like 15, 16 years old. I worked at TGI Fridays. Okay. At the mall. Right. And a guy was working very disgruntled. Okay. He was on his lunch break, but he still had the TGI Fridays outfit on and he was in the food court. Of the which mall. is already which is already a no no right but anyway you're supposed to change your shirt right and you're not supposed to anyway he's in the food court and then he starts a, basically an argument with another employee from the food court place so obviously the person at the food court place looks at him and goes oh he works at TGI Fridays so then he walks over to TGI Fridays and talks to the manager and says that this person did this to in the food court and obviously he got fired right now he wasn't on the clock. Okay, he doesn't. Now, if the kid took his shirt off, okay, and that person, other employee, didn't know he worked at Fridays, okay, there would have Different been no story. problem. It would have just been you're an asshole, go away, okay. But instead, instead, he said, "I'm working for Fridays." Fuck you, you're an asshole, right? And then the guy's like, "No, I'm gonna go talk to your manager." And he goes talk to the manager and said, "Well, you did this." And the argument was, he's like, well, I didn't do that on, on, I wasn't on the clock. He's like, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, oh, you're wearing the shirt. Right. You're on you're, the clock. You're you are representing right. the company. Right. You are, that's your actions. You're representing <laughs> the company. They don't get that. They Did, don't get here's it. Here's another example I had. I, I said this on, on stream uh, about a year ago. I went through a drive-thru. In front of me, there was a Pizza Hut delivery guy. Okay. Now, he had the Pizza Hut logo thing on his, on his car, and he's in the drive-thru of a Wendy's. Okay. And I said to myself, I was like, is he allowed to do that? Right? Because Pizza Hut. He's on break. Well, no, I understand that. But you should take the sign down off the car if you can or something because you're still wearing a Pizza Hut outfit. Right? And if you go eat inside of Taco Bell or Wendy's or whatever it is, you're still representing that that food company. Right? Yes. But now you're not in that food company, like you're not eating at Pizza Hut, you're eating at the competitor, even though now I believe they're owned by the same person or whatever. But regardless, I was I always thought about it. I was like, is that person allowed to do that? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Depends on the policy of the company. Right. But that that's basically the same thing, right? You're you're on the clock, even though you're off the clock because you're still representing the company that you're in. And if someone sees that Pizza Hut's eating at Taco Bell or Pizza Hut's eating at Wendy's or whatever, then it, people are like, wait a minute, why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like, it just looks bad on the company. Well, it's not it's not illegal, but no, it's but not illegal. But that's why it's that's why nine times out of ten, you're not supposed to eat the restaurant you work at. You're not supposed to take breaks of where you're supposed to be in the out in public. You're supposed to go in the, the private break room in the back or change your shirt, whatever. You know, you, you're supposed to be professional, right? That's the, You're that's supposed the to be professional, and whatever it is you do, it doesn't matter if you think the job sucks. Right. It doesn't matter right. if you're, it's only temporary. It doesn't because all that means to me is you don't give a shit about your job. Right. That's all that says. When you act that way, it doesn't matter to you. And if it doesn't matter to you, then why are you here? And in her case, though, she did something where she refuses to apologize doesn't take actions for her doesn't take responsibilities for her actions and then puts the company in the in the in the in the bad light and she's the victim now she's right. the victim she's not, she's not a victim and she's not the victim and, and what what makes it worse is those other 
publication companies are backing her. Yes. That that makes it even worse. Even worse. Because now you know for a fact they are trying to open up something that doesn't exist. Exactly. They're trying to make a point on something that doesn't exist. The actual issue is you're a professional. This is your job. This is how you're supposed to act. You didn't follow the procedure, even though you think you did, and now you're fired. This could this could come back a couple months from now. We could look back at this story and this could escalate because if she oh, if she is talking about other people not to work for this company, and then Michael Bryan can prove that she is doing that and stopping people from getting hired there because they're not just they're not getting applications anymore. You know what I mean? From people, they could sue her for for damages because of what she's saying, and that could get really messy. That could get really messy. Going on from that one thing to the next unprofessional thing, so. I don't know the guy's name. I got to look it up real fast. Um, let me look it up. We're talking about CD Projekt Red. Okay. Now, I want to get this right because I want to talk about this guy. CD Projekt Red uh, audio leak. Because I, wa I want to get this guy's name correctly. Okay. His name is Shane Satterfield. Okay. Shane Satterfield, I have no video or anything that I'm, I'm going to post or, or look at. He was one of the many people at E3 that got to go into CD Projekt Red's closed doors, private screening of Cyberpunk 2077, okay? Now, most of the time you would sign an NDA, okay? So you won't talk about it or anything like that. Before the thing even started... The CD Projekt Red rep said there will be no video or stills taken. It's self-explanatory is what he says. Okay. Meaning, if you have a brain cell in your brain, okay, when someone says there's no video or photography taken, okay, it's also audio is already included in that because video comes with audio. Okay. But because they didn't say video, audio, and pictures, he thought he was in the right, okay, because he recorded the audio of the event, of the gameplay, went out to his viewers on his YouTube channel and said, hey, I recorded the audio of CD Projekt Red 2077. I don't know what I should do with it. What do you guys think I should do? Ask the, you know, the knowledgeable people out there of the community and they said we'll just put some b-roll and then you know put some b-roll and then just put the audio underneath it so that's what he did okay why he would do this i have no idea so shane decided to put the audio under b-roll and within 30 minutes cd project red flagged it copyright claimed it and took it off and he got a strike on his channel uh, if you get three strikes on your channel on youtube your channel gets canceled okay it just gets scrapped Done. Never to be seen or heard from again. So, basically, he released it and then had the audacity. And this is another another person who's just completely blinded by, like, stuff. Again, he didn't do anything wrong, okay? He's the victim here, okay? Which I don't understand. One, he says that he doesn't concern himself a journalist. And then down the road, he says that he's a journalist. So... Which one is it, Shane? Are you a journalist or you don't consider yourself a journalist? Because right. I, I can tell you 
that what you did, I don't care how long you've been doing it for, you've been taught wrong, okay? Because I'm in the film industry, okay? I see shit all the time. What actors say and what actors do. I see things that don't public people don't see, okay? Do you see me pulling my phone out and recording audio conversations with them and then releasing it out? No, because that's unethical, okay? As a, as a journalist, which we on this podcast are not, okay, we, I, I say all the time, we don't review games because we're not a journalist. We don't have a publication. We don't do any of that sort of stuff. This well, is we just, can still tell you if a game sucks or not. Right. We are just two people telling you our opinions and having a good conversation and debate about certain things, okay? We're debating if Shane's an asshole, okay, right now, and that's what I think he is because he says he's been in the business for 20 years, and he was taught that this is what you have to do to get the story. Flag number one would have showed me, if you're the only person in the place, you can record audio if you're going to use that to take notes later and then put that on paper, right? And say, well, when I was in CD Projekt Red, blah, 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 I interviewed somebody, here's the, you, you take the audio of what they spoke and then put quotes and stuff in the article saying, quote, unquote, because you want the audio, right? But you don't release the audio footage, audio file of the whole gameplay to release to the thing because then what happened was he released it and then people downloaded it and then uploaded it to other sites now here's where the this is what the kicker he's upset not because they downloaded it and spread it across the internet he's upset because he did not get credit for it right okay so he comes out and says i was the one that leaked it okay how stupid can you be? <laughs> if they really wanted to, CD Projekt Red could sue him for doing what they did. He, his defense is, I was on a public place. Okay. First of all, you weren't in a public place. It was a private event. You had to pay a ticket to get in. Okay. And then you were invited to a private meeting room with CD Projekt Red and other media outlets to get a sneak peek at a game that they didn't want the public to see. So if they didn't want the public to see or hear or know anything about it, why would you think it would be okay to record audio and then release that on the internet for everyone to hear? Correct. All right? Correct. So here's number two. Number two is he said, well, four days have passed and nobody else posted anything. So he thought he was a genius. Okay? He thought he was miraculously the only person in the world who thought of recording something and then didn't post it on the internet okay out of all the media outlets so he said i have to jump on people so then he put it up there because no one else did he thought he had the scoop of a century but instead everyone in that room could have had their audio recording of the same exact thing but no media outlet no independent youtuber or anyone released it because you know why they have ethics, right? They know they're not supposed to because why would you release something like that? If they wanted the public to know, why would they go behind closed doors? Why would they be a private screening? They would just say, hey, we're posted up on YouTube. Here's the first shots of the game. Here's the audio. Here's the video. First impressions are everything. 
why would they release something in a half-assed form? He recorded it on his iPhone. So one, it was shitty audio. If they wanted to pull something down regardless, I would have been like, we're pulling this down because this is shitty audio. And we don't want our badass game being on the internet with shitty audio. Okay? It's it's just mind-boggling to me. That they don't know. That they just don't right. understand. Yeah, they, they, they don't know. That's that's the part that bothers me is that they don't know. They, they don't think they did anything wrong. This is the nobody. Nobody. Nobody wants to own up. Nobody wants to own own it. Nobody. It's never. It's never. It's everyone else is someone fault. else's fault. Right. It's always somebody. It's else's always throw someone else under the bus because no one wants to take credit where credit is is supposed to take it. Okay. If you want to take credit for some, doing something good, you better take credit for doing something stupid as well. Okay. So here's the bad part about this. Right. I hope he gets blacklisted from every event from here to the end of time. I hope his name gets tarnished across the whole world where he won't get invited to anybody's closed door thing ever again. Okay. Because now if he's invited, right, that means everyone else is up. Everyone else's shields are up now because he's now tarnished the media outlets names because they can't invite anybody in because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to leave then footage. Somebody, then someone's going to complain that it's not fair. Right. Right. He basically next thing will be it's not fair that that he did that to me. Right, I didn't do it, so why do I have to be affected? Because there was one moron. You know that sign where it says "Don't stick a fork in the socket," right? It's because one asshole stuck the fork in the socket, right? That's why that sign's there because somebody did it one time before, and everyone else is punished. Not that you want to stick your fork in a socket, but that's the reason there's a sign there. It says "Do not do this." Do not take video. Do not take audio. And now, when they go somewhere and everyone sits down in a room, they'll be like, don't take video, audio, and photos. And they're going to look at they're gonna, they're gonna look at Shane when he's sitting in the front row and go, was that clear enough for you, Shane? Right? It's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me that people just don't get it. There's, there's many times to do things. If you, you can record audio from interviews – then you have to get the permission of that said person to post that audio. If you cannot use the audio, you can use the audio in your own format to take what they said to write down in written words, okay, to put on a paper and quote somebody. But you cannot take the audio if they don't give you permission to post that said audio, not because it's your iPhone that you paid for, okay? My voice on your phone, if you didn't tell me you were being recorded, you cannot use my voice on your on your stuff, okay? It's mind-boggling to me, and I hope, I hope going forward that the, the game developers don't look at this and go, well, one bad apple ruined it for everybody, right? Ruined the whole grove, so now we have to, now we have to not let anyone do open door or closed door behind closed doors anymore. Now they have to physically sign NDAs, take that whole process, make sure you get a thumbprint and everything else so they don't, they don't yep. do anything wrong. Yep. Another stupid thing. Another stupid person on the internet, okay, that thinks they have every right to do whatever they have, but they really actually don't. Yeah, that's what it is. It's exactly what it going is. Going on that, okay, now we're going to YouTube. YouTube itself is now canceling people or suspending people's accounts because they're promoting themselves from other platforms, right? Now, it's already said that if you're a Twitch person... Okay, or a mixer person or a Facebook person, and you're posting videos on YouTube advertising yourself more majority to say, hey, come on over to Twitch and sub to me and do all this, but you're on YouTube saying that. YouTube's like, uh, no. 
right? It's already written there, but now people are like, well, this is stupid because they don't enforce it. And this is what I was talking about before with, with Price. If she said stupid shit before and wasn't disciplined then, okay, but now this one particular thing she says she's getting disciplined for and then she got fired for, YouTube needs to do the same thing. YouTube, for years, this is already in the TOS, terms of service. You're not supposed to advertise yourself from a different site on their site. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. And the, and, the, and the rebuttal to people is, well, it's free advertisement for your, for your site, YouTube. That's not the point. The point is that you're not supposed to advertise. Yes, I'm on Mixer right now, okay, recording this live. It's live for you right now. I post this on YouTube after the fact, days, days after, okay? Twitch has a thing where you can't stream live and then go to the other site within 24 hours. Technically, everyone's banned because everyone that posts their videos and then streams it to YouTube right after they're done with their stream is breaking TOS. You need to wait 24 hours before you could post your Twitch, Mixer, Facebook live stream onto, to, onto YouTube, 24 hours, okay? There's so many guilty parties, but YouTube, Picks and chooses who they want to punish, okay, which sets a terrible precedence because you're not being strict on your TOS. So now when they are strict, they look like a bunch of assholes, okay? But this goes back to hey, – Listen, it doesn't matter. Maybe they, maybe they didn't catch it in time. Maybe somebody right. just didn't do their job. Maybe somebody missed it. But right. when they catch it, they call it out. That's it. That's the end. It's not about being fair or right. whatever else. Right. The, t the, the terms of service are there. There's not a, There's not an argument. It, I, I don't understand. What do we have to sign a stupidity clause? It, it's is, almost, that the, is that the next thing? It's almost like when we were when we were growing up, right? If one of us did something wrong, both of us were punished, right? You're like, well, I did. Uh, you're bo both go to your room, right? That's just the way it was. It doesn't matter about being fair, right? They took something. Life, life is not fair, right? Life is not fair. They took a punishment and said, you know what? I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to hear both sides. You're both punished. Just get out of my face. Okay, but they were consistent, right? They would tell you, "Oh, you're you're punished for two hours, and you're punished for half a second because you were standing close to him, right?" No, none of that. It was just you're both punished. Go to your room, out of my sight, until I I can process all this. Okay, YouTube has millions of people using their platform, millions. There's no way in hell they can be like, "Well, uh, Sarge McCluskey on uh, Tuesday." The uh, th there's no way they can do that, right? So I understand why people are in an up tizzy that they're like, well, YouTube is so stupid that they're getting free advertisement, but yet they don't know this and they have the they're 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 punishing people. It's not about that. They don't want you don't work for Burger King and stand inside McDonald's and advertise for Burger King inside McDonald's. You just don't do it. It doesn't it doesn't work that way, right? You don't sit into a Twitch on I right now I do this where I'm I have a, a banner on my Twitch on my Twitch page. Right, so if you go to my Twitch page, Thirty Still Gaming, okay, it'll bring you a, a, a title page comes up and says I moved over to Mixer on Twitch. It says I moved over to Mixer. Now I'm not advertising, right? It just so happens if someone technically it is advertising, but correct. If they want to, if they want to ban me, they have they every can. they have every right to do it, right? But I want people to know that I'm not on this platform anymore because if I didn't put that there, okay, people would be like, oh, why hasn't he streamed in 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 four months? Well, I have been streaming, but I'm streaming over here, right? So, again, people, young millennials, I don't know what it is, just don't understand how business works. They're mad at a company, and 
and and the way it's justified is because the company makes millions of dollars, billions of dollars, okay, they should just bend to someone's will because they're not happy with them, right? The reason they have billions of dollars is because they're a business and they 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 know what they're doing, right? And they don't want the money and the people they invest in to advertise for a different site. It that shouldn't be that shouldn't be hard to understand. But people are up in a tizzy about it. So three three stories. We have a person that worked for the company that thought she could just say whatever she wants and not get any kind of discipline. We have one guy who thinks that he ha did nothing wrong because he basically stole audio and leaked it on the internet for everyone to hear, but it wasn't his audio to to do. Okay. Oh, by the way, he did say he tweaked the equalizers and stuff, so he made it his own, right, from his shitty audio on his iPhone, right? Didn't do anything wrong, didn't do anything wrong, and then the people that YouTube is banning, they also did nothing wrong. They just, in all three of these occasions, it's no one takes blame for what they did. It's always Never. the other guy, right? Never. It was, it was ArenaNet and Guild Wars 2. They're in the wrong. It was uh, CD Projekt Red who was in the wrong. And now it's YouTube who's in the wrong. It boggles my mind how people are in, in this day and age. I, it, I'm scared. I'm really scared. There's no personal, there's no personal responsibility anymore. There just isn't. <laughs> it's, 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 it's irritating. Oh, it's beyond irritating. I'm trying to look at if there's another another story we have. I I don't think we have anything else. We got about 12 minutes left in the show. So what's the what's the new update now for State of Decay? Isn't there another update coming up? Uh, the, the next State of Decay one's in September. There's no there's oh, no okay. DLC. I thought there was like a little a little thing that they were releasing. The, I think they're just trying to do uh, hot fixes now for the little glitch glitch fest that's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um. I haven't played in a couple days. I'm, I I switched maps. I have a lot of cars and stuff. I have to I have to pick a warlord for my hero. I haven't done that yet. Um, the last story I wanted to talk about uh, before we go is Guardian Con. Uh, Guardian Con started um, what's well, all year round, basically to raise money for Saint Jude. Uh, it's led by Professor Broman, King Athalion, and K Magic One Hundred One. Um, they're not close friends. They're acquaintances of mine. Uh, I've met them multiple times, hung out with them. Really nice guys. Uh, they started this event called, it was called Destiny Con uh, in the beginning. Uh, and it was a meetup at a bar in Tampa. They were supposed to have 100 people, 1,000 people showed up. Uh, and then this is how Guardian Con was formed. Uh, the very first year, uh, minus the bar, the very first year it was called Destiny Con. Uh, and I believe they had... Uh, 2,000 or 3,000 people show up for the first the first year. And they raised, I believe, it was half a million dollars. It was half a million dollars the very first year they did the charity event. Runs a week long, 24-7, Thursday to Thursday. Um, they just ended today or at the 4 o'clock spot. Uh, they bring all the big Twitch uh, at the time was all the very first year was just Destiny streamers. For the first year, and they raised half a million dollars the very first year. Last year, they raised $1.2 million, okay? And they had a couple more people that weren't part of the Destiny community come into their fold. And then this year, they had a crap ton more people, and now it's not even about Destiny. It's just streamers, right? All streamers that came together in the communities of all these people's communities of the streamers came together. And today, they raised 
$2.7 million, a little over $2.7 million, uh, which is mind-boggling, right? Because $5 million and $1.2 is only $1.7 million, okay, for the two first two years, okay? And they and they hit that and made and a million dollars up. more. Uh, so $2.7 million is a magic number, though, because $2.7 million runs St. Jude's Hospital for one day, okay, which is just mind-boggling. Uh, I haven't been there myself. I would love to go. I would love to be a part of the charity communities in the future, um, but we'll try to work that out later. Uh, I, I would love to go to St. Jude to see it and, and see what the cause is for, but they say it's, a, it's amazing. It's an absolute blast uh, going there and seeing the kids with all the medicine and, <clears throat> and all the equipment they have. Uh, they they fly out your family and your and the and the and the child who's sick. They pay for them to get there. They don't pay for any of the medical supplies or anything while they're there. Uh, and they I believe they can stay there for up to two years. They can be up in, the, in into that in that. Uh, I wouldn't I w I couldn't even imagine if my son who's going to be four this year had cancer and was going through this. I I just couldn't imagine uh, to lose someone at that young of an age. So this this charity is awesome, right? And they have an actual event. Right now, they're doing the Gathalion Roast, which all the ticket sales from that also go to charity. And then they have the ticket sales from Guardian Con themselves, um, I believe. And then you can still donate uh, throughout the event. And it's tomorrow, the Friday the 13th. Oh, wait, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. Damn. And then Saturday the 14th. Okay. So Guardian Con is a two-day event. Uh, there's going to be... Uh, there's arcade there. They have advertisers there now. As far as Warframe's going to be there, Digital Extreme's got Warframe there. Uh, Bungie's going to be there with a new with a new uh, Gambit mode. They're they're going to show that off. Epic is there with Fortnite. They're going to have a Fortnite tournament there. Uh, their FIFA Soccer is going to be there. They have a bunch of community artists that are there that sell their artwork and posters and paintings and cards. Uh, I forget all the other vendors that are there, but from what it's turned in from a bar to they are now in the Tampa Bay convention center, which is mind boggling. They were in the fairgrounds before for the last two years, they were in the smaller building. Then they got in the bigger building and now they're at the Tampa Bay convention center, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to market this thing and, and make it into multiple cons. Like this is the one in Tampa. They might do one in New York. They might do, you know what I mean? Like down the road. But they're they're definitely doing it right. So you can donate anytime if you go to GuardianCon. It's it's twitch.tv slash GuardianCon. You can go to their GuardianCon uh, Twitter account. You can donate anytime throughout the whole year. Excuse me. They started they started getting donations last year. You can donate to GuardianCon every month if you want. It takes like a ten dollar accruing fee. So it's $120 for the year, whatever, if you want. Uh, and all that goes towards them. They'll, they'll present an actual check. The representative uh, from St. Jude every year has been there, and they give them the check. So by the time you hear this, um, it'll be too late to donate for this year. But you're super early for starting next year because not only does the it end, and like the next day or next week, it starts over. For the for the next full year uh, to raise donations and stuff like that. So, if you would like to donate to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, make sure you check out Guardian Con uh, on Twitter. 
Make sure you check them out on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, and make sure you check them out on Twitch. Um, so that's it. I just wanted to bring that to you guys' information uh, and put it out there. They're doing some great things. Oh, Doctor Lupo, which is mind-boggling, right? So Tim the Tatman was doing the the spot, and he raised a uh, hundred and six thousand dollars, and that was the the record breaker, right? That was the most money anyone's done in a four-hour block was one hundred six thousand, right? And that was done by Tim the Tatman. Dr. Lupo yesterday from the 12 o'clock spot to the, oh, I'm sorry, from the 4 o'clock spot to the 8 o'clock spot raised $356,000 in a four-hour time span. Uh, someone put a post up that I think it was like $47.96 every second was being donated for throughout for the four hours, which is absolutely. What was he, what was he playing? He was playing Fortnite. He was doing something cool. So like. People would donate, and if they donated a certain amount, I forget what it was, but they would say, you can't have any materials. You can't have a shotgun. Drop the shotgun. Only use gray weapons. Like They were telling him what he could play or what he couldn't play with, uh, couldn't build and stuff. So he was constantly having these random events happen to him, and he couldn't. He's like, oh, I couldn't do this. He had his uh, three-year-old son come on and play. It was it was funny. Like he gave him the controller, and he was just going around shooting the shotgun. He was just running in a straight line shooting the shotgun and stuff. It was just good times, man. It was Doctor Loop was one of the best guys uh, on Twitch. Check him out. Uh, and then today, Broman raised about eighty eighty one or eighty six thousand, and then Ninja uh, raised uh, I think it was three hundred thousand, three hundred six thousand uh, dollars. Lupo got the highest overall. Uh, it's just mind-boggling when people come out and spend like fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars for a do for do it's for good cause, man. Yeah, it's if good the stuff. Cause is, if the cause is good, <clears throat> so that's it. I just wanted to bring that up. It's good times. Make sure you check out all these guys, uh, but really make sure I'm gonna have a link in this uh, description and on YouTube for Guardian Con. Uh, so if you guys ever want to go next year, it's always in Tampa, uh, and this is the third year I'll be going there tomorrow. So there won't be any stream tomorrow morning, and there's not gonna be a stream tonight. Uh, this is gonna be the end of the show. And then I'm not going to stream tonight because I'm going to rest up, leave early tomorrow morning, drive to Tampa, and then I'll be there Friday and Saturday, and then I'll start streaming again on Monday morning and tell you guys how the event went. So thanks for watching. If you're watching for the first time or listening for the first time, we're here every single week on Mixer. If you want to watch live, you're listening on YouTube or any of the audio platforms, come to Mixer. Come to Mixer on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week. And we rant along the way. We're here live at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. Uh, and if we don't see you on the next one, we'll see you when we see you. Have a good one. Take care, guys. See you next week. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.